Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Future Forward Sales Podcast. I'm your host, Lynn, and today I'm joined by our wonderful, wonderful guest, Michelle Risa. And I am so excited because we have a wonderful discussion in store for you. We're going to be talking about how to shift from 1P profit to 4Ps, profit, people, planet, and purpose. I know this is going to be a powerful conversation, and I have had the honor and pleasure of getting to know Michelle over the last four months, and oh my goodness, she has got so much to offer. I'm going to tell you something about Michelle. Having kicked cancer amid the pandemic, Michelle created 360 Health to use science and your heart to transform illness into prevention, navigate dark moments of life with ease and grace and create a stunning, elegant life, however you define it. Michelle is the CEO and founder of Collaborative Solutions, Inc., working with executive leaders during these demanding pandemic times to shift from one P of profit to four P's, profit, people, planet, and purpose, creating sustainable evolutionary change. Due to the pandemic and the hemorrhaging of talent, we turned the great resignation into the great retention, decreasing the huge financial expense while increasing engagement and loyalty. That is what Michelle does. It is her secret superpower. Maybe not so secret, right, Michelle? Um, <laughs> she is a worldwide executive speaker. Michelle has presented at the World Economic Forum. Viacom, Forbes, Barclays, and TEDx in Manhattan, including a six-month program at the New York Stock Exchange. She is an award-winning co-author of Conscious Entrepreneurs, a radical new approach to purpose, passion, and profit, and a TV producer since 1998, bringing positivity to an otherwise negative news environment. She conducted meditation at the United Nations and advocates for SDGs and peace. Michelle is passionate about authenticity, spreading the truth about the glory of aging as a two-time marathon runner and creating belonging with the human family. So Michelle, welcome, <laughs> welcome to the show. I'm so excited to hear, have you here and just your brimming enthusiasm. Right. No, I mean, I was just speaking, thank you, Lynn. That was lovely. And I hope people weren't enjoyed some of what was there I mean yeah I mean just aging gets such a bad rap um rap and I you know I, I'll just say this because you'll you're all learning about me I wouldn't go back a minute Lynn because as you know I look to learn and grow every moment of my life and so I've learned so much already today and the day before and the day before and the day before so the wisdom that aging has brought me, and I believe most of us, is a gift. So yes, the glory of aging. That's what I was excited about. <laughs> most of us aren't. Most of us aren't. I'm just going to put out there, go, hey, be exciting about your aging. Whatever you create in that day, right? Like yeah. when people say, how is your day? I'll, I'll just, this is a value, to, this is a tip. When people say, how's your day? My brain goes, let's see, how did I create it? Like, whatever I just created is how my day is, right? And, and so as the creator of our days and our moments, yes, right? Every day is a gift and we get to be wiser. 
Yes, it is. It's so true. And I am really looking forward to our conversation today, Michelle, and sharing your wisdom with our audience. And for any of you who are joining us for the very first time, you know, please um, take this moment uh, to subscribe to Future Forward Sales wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss out on a single episode. And if you love what we're doing and love what we're bringing, please um, give us that five-star review. We would very much appreciate it. So Michelle, I gave you that, um, you know, told people about you and the bio, but I really want you to tell us some more about who you are and what your company does. Happy to, thank you again. So I'm really committed to living a magnificent life. And that's what I do. I help my clients achieve their magnificent life as my bio said, however they define it, of course, right? So we've been advising businesses for over 25 years. And now together we are turning the great resignation into the great retention. And I know, I. I just want to say, because people say, well, what, what is that? You know, how challenging is that? And I just want to say that the great resignation signals the struggles with human engagement, commitment, and motivation and loyalty. You know, so in summary, this is an opportunity for all of us to begin to know how to leverage our human potential. And that's what we do. Wow, that's incredible. In fact, I'm going to use your language and ask what is the biggest opportunity uh, your clients face? Well, the opportunity at the risk of being redundant is, is that, right? We've, as a species, not really learned, right? How to leverage our potential. Many of us ask, who am I? Right? What am I here to do? We've heard these questions, whether they be outside or inside. And so, you know, this is the opportunity that we're facing at this particular time in our evolution, 2022, you know, to confront that. And so that is my client's biggest challenge. And that's what we're happy to help them with. Well, I love your uh, setting insight. I'm just going to uh, share with the audience that I can hear in the background, you know, the sort of the common street sounds in New York City, right? Uh, but how you brought in uh, nature into your space. Um, and of course, you can see it just walking a few blocks away, of course, but it's so beautiful. And, you know, sort of getting back and turning that conversation back to what's going on with the great resignation and turning that into um, the great uh, talent retention. Um, why? I mean, I, I, some of our audience may not understand, you know, why is this issue more urgent than ever? Okay. So the human family is at a turning point. We, we are uh, there. And there, and if you're doubting that, look at all the crises. I mean, whether you think about climate or wars or poverty or climate, you know, uh, the famine, the fires, I'm sorry. Famine is separate from fires and the drought. And we have a lot going on. And if we think about it for a moment, what wakes us up, right? So all of these, Churchill said that about World War II, Mandela used it in 30 years of prison down in South Africa. Gandhi used it in taking over the British empire. Uh, Victor Frankl, someone in Auschwitz, one of the concentration camps use the same crises, yes, to help us leap out of our sleep 
right? And wake up. And the beautiful, as I watch so much of, yes, the very challenging nature, Lynn, that is around us. And you mentioned, of course, that I was diagnosed with cancer earlier. I took that same challenge and said, excuse me, what else is here? And my answer was for me to grow, just as the people I just mentioned all did as a result of their challenge. And so we are, this, our species is urgently being confronted with all of this. And I appreciate some of us want to put our hands over our ears and eyes and go, eh. however, however, if, if this resonates with anyone listening to this, trust. Trust that as long as it's coming into your life, yes, it has the challenge and the blessing. Again, as cancer did for me, and we can talk about that later, but I'll just say it was the best thing that ever happened to me. Yeah. I mean, you know, I love how you always talk about the, the power of words and how you bring that into yourself so that you can really, you know, own um, that space and you're directing it. And um, you just did that with how you were describing that. And I know we are sort of making that transition from the great resignation to the great reg, um, retention and how you're helping companies, you know, work through that and also work through all the other challenges that, um, you know, that we have that almost seem overwhelming right now. So, um, you know, but when we're getting back and talking about whether it's that personal space that you're in and dealing with that, or you're uh, an organization that's dealing with uh, the loss of talent, um, from both those angles, I mean, I think there's a lot of similarity because how that, you know, uh, you can say it hurts the soul of the individual It's hurting the soul of an organization because they're a component of all these humans. Um, what does this challenge cost, um, you know, the, the clients, their ultimate, how is it impacting them? Well, with that, I'll do a dollar amount, but first let me say the cost is their greatest asset, which is not actualizing their potential of themselves and everyone around them. And let us please also know that when we even show up for business, that same person shows up at home for our families and our neighborhoods. So it's not cookie cutter where, you know, who I am, right, is only impacting those I work with, but everyone in your life. Yeah, so the cost yeah. is to self first and foremost. Am I actualizing my potential? Is there something I need to learn as I navigate through life? If yeah. I'm having a problem, let's just say you and I work together and we're having a problem. I appreciate I can blame you and say, Lynn is the problem. I got it. <laughs> However, if we are willing, and this is the question to say, hmm, might it also, might I be contributing to this as well? And I hope some of us are saying probably. Then, yes, the cost is my not doing a self-examination to know thyself, right? Which we know to be successful in anything, it has to start with yeah. knowing who we are and who we're not, right? Who we are and who we're not. So and just in terms of cost, just to give people some numbers, if your average salary in your company is 109,000, that's the statistic I'll use, it's costing you 36,000 for every person you lose. 
you know, and forget the time and effort to onboard them and train them and develop them, etc. So if you just retain, if we can help you retain 10 of your people, you've saved $360,000, right? And, and I'll just add in terms of a cost, the headache, right? We know dealing with relationships and people issues is exhausting as, as it, because it's meaningful to us. We're social beings. Yes. Social beings. So beyond the dollars and cents, right? Profit only. We're looking to expand how we look at our companies and ourselves beyond just salary and money and look at, right? Profit, the people relationships, the purpose that I have in this planet that we happen to live on. And uh, so it's, it's expanding the, co the, the costs beyond dollars and cents. So emotional and maybe COVID has awakened some of us to those costs. And we will get better at that cost as a result. I'll predict that, you know, we've stigmatized mental illness and trauma and oh, it's in your head kind of answer. I appreciate. And we've only said that because we haven't figured out how to heal that. And there will be too many of us who are experiencing emotional challenges even if it's just getting daycare for your children, right? And it will force all of us to get better at healing that. So that's, I appreciate it's hard now, but it will get easier. easier. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And I really liked where you went with that because it, it almost um, really teed up. My next question for you is about the hidden critical success factors that you deliver. Okay, so- it, 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 the hidden critical success factors, you know, would be anything from better communication, right? Better collaboration, right? More engagement. We know when we sit passively back and we're not engaged in something, think of any activity, right? It's far more fulfilling when we are. It builds trust. My goodness. How can we put a price on feeling that we can trust someone and someone trusts us? And with that trust, we become more creative, right? And so we're better problem solvers. We're better innovators, right? You can see where this is going from a yeah. human to a business, right? So yes, I'll just jump to, so if I'm now innovating and I'm in this environment, I'm more loyal and I feel so wonderful to be connected to a higher purpose, right? We all yearn for that yeah. as humans, yearn for that and if we can together create that environment where we can all discover what that is for each of us and collectively and that's very powerful that's yeah. where the miracles happen yeah so i i'm curious you know because of your all your experience of working in this arena is why are the all these different factors that you've been you know talking about why are they typically a blind spot yeah I think because us humans resist change, right? We resist it versus embrace it. And we wanna stay in our comfort zones, right? And I understand that safety, Lynn, I got yeah. it, okay? It's safety. However, there's something to be said for taking that risk into the unknown. Yeah. Right, I, and I, I, I appreciating that, right? I took the leap into the unknown of cancer, for instance. Yeah. You got it, I got it. However, that 
commitment to, I got a leap, <laughs> right? Instead of staying in my comfort zone was clearly part of the process of, of being successful. And I beat it, by the way, the first year in five weeks and the second time in six. Wow. Um, the other reason is we want others to change versus our, ourself. That's another blind spot, right? So again, I was saying I'd blame you for any issue that might have existed between us hypothetically, of course not, I'm just saying. And so if I don't focus on my own self-development, right? This is, I can't give you anything I don't have. So if I'm my critic, if I'm a critic to me, I'm probably a critic about what you do. However, if I'm compassionate and forgiving for me, I'm more likely to have compassion and forgiveness for you, regardless of what you do. So I hope, again, without going on and on, people can see starts here, right? Um, and, we, and that's what we do. We help them own their powerful potential to explore the infinite possibilities that are always available. And the good news is we get to inspire others to do the same. Yeah. Yeah. Be the change you wish to see. We've all heard that. So that's the short, maybe that's the, sh the summary of what I just said, right? Be the change you wish to see. And then the additional benefit is inspired. And when we do that, when we model that, Yes. We actually inspire people to be that. I'm showing yeah. up authentically with you. Some may say, oh, Michelle, you inspired me to show up more authentically. And, th and that's more powerful than telling you, oh, Lynn, be more authentic. <laughs> I'm, you, don't, you don't need to be told. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to be more authentic. I think I'm pretty much out there. <laughs> I got it. But I, I was just... Saying, yeah, but I know what you mean. Yeah. Anyone, we, we have a tendency to do that. We tell someone else to be that, that we want them to be, as opposed to modeling it, which yeah. is more powerful. Yeah. And showing them that they can, that, that you know, as you point out, that inspiration. So that that's perfect. I, I want to, you know, and the other day, and I don't want to steal your thunder anyway, Vic, you gave me this really good um, way for us to think about, you know, these these areas where we have the blockers and where we might have blinders on, or we do have that inability to, you know, to see, you know, what, um, what else is going on. And it was a story about, um, you know, the detective. Yeah. So yeah. I'd love you to share that. Okay. So the other part of what I mentioned is communication. Yes. Yeah. It's very important. We speak to people <laughs> or type or something, but it is communication. And so, as I think many will agree, we're living in a polarized society. Yeah. Of course, not all of us, but many of us are feeling very polarized and conversations are contentious instead of one of connection. And one position many of us take, so please bear with me, is I'm right, Lynn's wrong, right? And Lynn is thinking, eh, Michelle's wrong, <laughs> I'm right. So if everyone can, I, can identify with that possibility, right? I would then say, hey, there's actually more than one point of view here. You know, mine only, I'm right, Lynn's wrong, correct? Yeah. And you might say, no, no, I'm right and she's wrong and that's it. 
And here's the detective story. So we've all seen on TV, a crime occurs in most detective stories or police crime stories. And the crime occurs at the beginning, boom. And what occurs next, I'll ask everyone. And I think many of us would agree, some detective police person shows up and they begin interviewing, right? And let us now just for the moment say, when we've all seen that detective go to the first person and interview him or her, right? Has anyone seen the detective go back to their office or desk and then say, okay, case solved. <laughs> and I think we would all agree, no, that actually doesn't happen that way. And what we might agree is that he or she goes to many different people. Oh, we now need to speak to so-and-so. We now need to go visit so-and-so, right? We, the rest yeah. of the show is solving, not necessarily, yes, we're solving the problem. <laughs> but we're listening to different points of view to then finally see where the overlaps, what is in common and what's different. Yeah. Right? So if those shows always said one person was right and everyone else was wrong, we'd have no show. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't even be true for us. We would say, no, right? You have to go speak to a whole bunch of people. Yeah. So yeah. I you have to put the pieces for, together. Yeah. And thank you. If we can all just push the pause button, as I appreciate whatever your belief is whether it be about vaccines or the war or climate or Republicans versus Democrats, pick whichever you wish. You know, there's many we have to pick up, we can choose from, but just possibly push the pause button and say, wait a minute, might there be more than my point of view on this issue? And can I benefit from just listening? Please hear that again, just listening, not agreeing just listening to different points of view and step back and see or hear, see what you hear. I know that's not quite accurate, but you know, reflect on what you hear. And if we can just move into that place, Lynn, we will, you'll see, there'll be less of this. And it, again, not agreement, but, oh, Lynn thinks that. If I can, I'll just jump to one second tip. And I yes. might even ask you, Lynn, why did you believe or why did you share or why do you, how did you, maybe the detective asked that? What made you see that or hear that? Or, you know, where, what, right? The detective is asking questions to understand when that. Yeah. Like, how did you know what time it was? You know, right. the time, exactly. <laughs> how did you know? Well, I heard the clock chime, you know, or. Exactly. Thank you. So. Tip number two, once we've moved to, okay, I can listen to more than one point of view, ask questions. Again, it doesn't mean you agree, but it, it can add invaluable information that at least you can understand why, I'll use you again, Lynn said, it happened, oh, at seven. <laughs> it happened when I was yawning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> it would, okay, so if we just focused on those two so if everyone is willing to do that we can change our world yeah if we'd be absolutely. listening we'd be listening to other points of view gathering information that may well again find not only what's different but also what's in common and where we can go from there 
Yeah, absolutely. I love what you've just, I love that story, which is why I wanted you to bring it out. And um, as we, you know, wrap up, you've given us some really incredible tips already, but is there, if you could narrow it down to one essential action um, that either your clients could take or the people tuning in could take that would really help them um, with their perspective. Yeah. At the risk of being somewhat repetitive, because this is really in my heart of hearts is be the change you wish to see. And I know some, so many of us may be familiar with that quote. Um, so I, I will really say, honestly, no matter what issue we are addressing, a job, a, a, a family relationship, you know, a, a romantic one, you know, again, within our communities, critical, Lynn, is, is to start with yourself. Yeah. And, let me, and let me then eliminate the word critical. Start with yourself with the, and I'll say it this way, with the opportunity to learn how to love you. If I could whisper into my three-year-old, five-year-old's ear and tell them something that I, I believe could have changed how they navigated through life, I would whisper, know that you're loved. And now whoever's hearing this, the challenges, can you now commit to learning how to love you? Because as much as we can just say that, there's so many ways, right? To show going to sleep, eating properly, what going for a walk, sitting under a tree, listening to me. I mean, saying yes when we really want to say yes, saying no. I mean, right? There's it's wonderful. So please, right? What are all the ways that you can now learn and actually practice living, loving you? Because when you feel loved, you show up right? Full and joyous and appreciative and in a very different, I'll say, right, frame of mind than, of course, when it's a critic and you're judging. And I appreciate we need to go through it. So I'm just saying, be, be compassionate even with that. Yeah. Right? Just yes. say, oh, no problem. I'm, my mantra I'm doing the best that I can. I, and, and, and I live that. I, and I, I, yeah. that's my commitment. Okay, Michelle, are you doing the best you can? And if I answer, yeah, okay. And then my next question, as all of you, I'm sure, would guess is, you know, what did I learn here? What can I learn here? And then apply. So the next time around, my life is more magnificent. And the quality of my life far more joyous and peaceful and successful. Yeah. Well, Michelle, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing how to shift from one P of profit to four P's of people, planet, and purpose. I mean, we've covered so much in our conversation. Um, I know that our listeners are going to want to know more about you and where they can find you. Okay. So they can, and I'd like to give everyone a gift as well, if they're interested, because this communication is Maybe you agree, important. So on my website, it is uh, www.collaborativesolutionsco.com. And I know you'll have it 
available for people. And it's just forward slash contact. And if they go to that page, they'll just be able to access seven ways to connect what every exec must know. And we're all executives of our life and our business. So I hope you will enjoy that. Um, and you did ask for me to say one more thing. I'm sorry. And if they'd like to join me for healing conversations, one more, also on my website. So it's again, collaborativesolutionsco.com forward slash healing, H-E-A-L-I-N-G, just a dash, convos, C-O-N-V-O-S. We have them every month. They're free. We get to practice all of what I've just been talking about. So regardless of who we meet and what point of view they have, we have practiced and we can strongly you know, be present with an open heart and with boundaries and feel safe, all that we need to in order to coexist together. So those are the two URLs. And I'll leave with Abigail Adams, the wife of John and the mom of John Quincy, who says, these are the hard times in which a genius should wish to live. Great necessities call forth great leaders. Thank you, Abigail. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much. That's wonderful. And I want to um, just say this has been just such a great discussion today. And for those of you who've joined us, um, we love hearing from you. If you have ideas or thoughts you'd like to share, you can leave the comment down below. And if you have a question or would like to suggest a topic for discussion, you can email us at jointheconversation at petitequeen.com. And to stay current on all of our insightful advice and breakthrough advantages, you can sign up for our weekly wisdoms newsletter at petitequeen.com. And indeed, Michelle's links will all be down below. So that she's one click away. I want to thank everyone who joined us and tuned in and for listening. And Michelle, thank you so much. This has been just an amazing episode. I really appreciate your coming on today. Thank you. It was a pleasure as I knew it would be. So thank you, Lynn.